five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. I don't have intro music, but I'm going to have some song play in the background. Because you know why? I don't have a big enough listening audience for me to get in trouble. That's the thing. There is a nice thing about being low-key in life where you can get away with shit. Like imagine if you're famous and you go to a restaurant and you don't like the flavor of the water or they put too many ice cubes in your latte or whatever the fuck you're picky about. You can't make a fuss about it if you're famous because you'll end up on a blog or some fucking uh, petition to remove you from your, you know, from your role on Netflix. But if you're nobody, you can make fits all day. You can be outraged by everything. So priorities, maybe, maybe think about what you want to do in life, you know, because it's kind of nice to be low key, you know, um, I'm really excited because this episode is actually sponsored and, um, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's really helpful because cha-ching and this one is a major one. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is sponsored by Instagram. The only app that can give you that large dose of dopamine that you need to get you through the day. We've all heard of heroin, but did you know that Instagram can give you a larger dose of dopamine per release? Amazing! Are you unhappy with your sense of self? Create a post and use a caption to write something spiritual inspired. Hashtag namaste. Feeling lonely like you have no friends? Post an ask me on your Instagram story. Or do you want to feel the emotional depths of your traumas? Stalk your ex or visit an old friend's page. Instagram. Safer than heroin. That was a little dark, no? Jesus Christ. I mean, sponsored. Cha-ching, that's cool, but kind of dark. Whatever, man. I guess it, it's one of those things that whenever I make money, I have to sell my soul a little bit. And that's with all of us. Rarely do we do something that you make money through and you're like, that was completely 100% perfect. The other day, I shot for a client and I was excited about it. We were supposed to shoot with a bunch of classic cars and I love classic cars and I like the client. But when I got to the shoot, I was told that today's shoot is quantity over quality, which is a punch to the dick, man, because I was trying to be an artist or whatever the fuck, you know? But I'm now I'm being told that, hey, Neve, you need to spray the fucking room with your camera to make sure we have hundreds and um, thousands of gigs worth of images to go through. And I thought, fine, whatever. I still gave him quality stuff, but I did fucking shoot a lot. And I'm still sore for it, from it because I had to like bend over and sit on the floor, go up and down all day. So it was a workout. I think um, I forgot how physically demanding some jobs are. And this was definitely that. But it was cool, man. It was a it was a private car collection of this bajillionaire guy who keeps his cars in a warehouse off of Rodeo Drive. And if you don't know where Rodeo Drive is, is it's a... Um, uh, street in Beverly Hills where all these um, high-end retail stores have their stores in. 
and um, it's really Rodeo Drive, but they choose to call it Rodeo Drive because that adds a few thousand dollars worth of value to everything. Fucking idiots. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, uh, I started a t-shirt brand. Oh, shit, man. Congratulations. Where do you sell it? Oh, uh, Jose Pani. Oh, what's what's that? That sounds fancy. Oh, yeah, man. It's really cool. Uh, how do you spell that even? Oh, uh, it's easy. It's J C and space P E N N Y. Wait, that's that's J C Penny. Uh, no, 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 no. It's written that way, but it's Jose Penny. Okay. Um, where is the store? Oh, it's on Rodeo Drive. God damn it. I mean, what what does it mean, right? What does anything mean? Take a word and say however the fuck you want. There are no rules. Seriously. What was that guy's name? Bob Ross, whatever. The guy with the fro who paints and says, this is your world. Do what the fuck you want with it. That. That quote applies to everything. You want to call your street Rodeo? Fine, man. Do it. So, yeah, back to the point that <laughs> this guy keeps a private car collection in his in his warehouse. And it's a really cool building. And he could buy all of us. Every person who's listening to this right now, he could buy. And without a problem. And that's a crazy reality to be aware of. When we first got to the location, though, he um, he wasn't there. The owner wasn't there. So he had his, like, manager or whatever there. And we didn't get close to the cars, really. Like, they allowed the the client to sit in a car and, like, maybe be close to one. And we were all just, like, afraid. But then when the guy came, he was like, no, lean on the car. Put your hand on the car. Connect with the car. And then he started directing the fucking shoe, which was cool. Like, I didn't have to deal with anything, like, directing it person-wise. But he literally took the the <laughs> took the wheel, no pun intended, and uh, drove this vehicle that was our shoot for the last few hours, which was very um, um, tolling. He... <laughs> And at that point, because they had told me that, you know, quantity over quality, I had just kind of like, not given up, but my attachment to the project kind of lessened because, you know, it's not an artistic endeavor for me at that point. It's more for them. It's not about me. So I was just there to perform for them. And when this guy was just like suggesting that we shoot with this hot rod and go over there and shoot it, I was just like down for all of it. But he was like, it's really cool that you don't have an attitude about this stuff because most photographers would get all uppity about it and throw a fit. And it's, it's like, well, maybe I would have three years ago when I had an ego about it. But at this point, I don't give up. You know? Because why care? Why make life complicated for yourself when you can just laugh it off and have fun with it? That's the thing, man. Just have fucking fun with everything. Not everything is so serious, you know? Hey, you had plans and someone fucking canceled? Have fun with it. Take it easy. It's not a lot about you. I don't even know what I just said. It's not a lot, a lot about you. <laughs> like, a couple years ago, when I put up my coffee table book, I thought that, you know, my about section on my website and, like, the about the artist and about the book has to be all like official and written in third person. So I asked my friends to help me out and they did. And it was awesome, whatever. But it's so silly. Like when I go on a person's website now, a photographer, artist, whatever, and they have their about me section in third person, 
Fuck that, man. Neef Bazorgi is a is a Persian rug displayed at the at the Guggenheim, curated by Jean-Claude Van Ham. Like who the fuck talks like that? Dude, just write about yourself, write about real shit, and move on, you know? Neve Bazorgi is a flourishing light photographer in, in Los Angeles. And he, now, dude, no. It's like, hey, man, I, you know, I love sushi and fucking matcha lattes are delicious. You know, be a human. I don't know. At this point, it's kind of like, what's cool? Like, being being an artist, and I make these air quote signs, or like being a person, I think being a person is cooler because, like, get over yourself. Because what is an artist, you know? Seriously, like, actually, it's funny because a friend of mine asked me a couple of days ago. It's like, he said, "Is was there a specific moment that you felt like an artist? And when I thought about it, I was like, no. I've, I felt accomplished, but I haven't felt like, ah, I'm an artist. Time to get some round glasses and hand roll my own cigarettes. Or whatever the fuck artists do, you know? I don't know what being an artist is as a feeling. And if you feel like an artist, are you actually feeling like an artist? Or are you acting like an artist like, you know, what that fu- what was that fucking guy's name? Andy Warhol. Are you just acting like an idiot who thinks is an artist? Like, you know? When I watch videos of Andy Warhol, like, you can tell the motherfucker is acting. That's not like a real thing. That's a persona. So... To feel like an artist is almost like to, to to be a persona, right? Unless it's not. Help me understand it. I don't know. I don't know what feeling like an artist is. I feel creative. I feel satisfied when I shoot and stuff. But I don't know what feeling like an artist is. Is it wearing a turtleneck in the fucking dead middle of July with a fucking wig on my head and saying like, quite i don't know see that's my <laughs> that's that's my vision of artists because i've seen that in movies and that's what i think and i'm sure people treat a lot of aspects of their life that way you know like love how many people watched the notebook and that was their fucking version of what love is if you're a bird i'm a bird that's the only thing I remember from that movie, and I don't remember the context of it, which is silly because it's like, what the fuck were they talking about for that to be a quote, you know? But all those romantic comedies that Hollywood people wrote, Hollywood people, you know, what is that? It's all bullshit lies anyway. So I don't know. I don't know what being an artist is, but hey. If you have an a uh, if you have an about me on your website and it's in third person, go fuck yourself. Okay, write something real. Write something really real about yourself. You know, like every night when I go to sleep, I have weird dreams. <laughs> or last time I saw my therapist, he said that I really need help. Why not, man? Maybe you connect with another person. I think we should all put our struggles and everything about ourselves out there just so we don't take ourselves seriously. You know. Just so we get over ourselves. And I've been guilty of this. I've taken myself seriously. I've had my fucking about me in third person. So I've, I've seen what it does. And it's bullshit, you know? So happy to be on the other side of that. But also, let's all stop. 
bunch of walking hashtags, man. We're just all a bunch of walking hashtags. Hashtag artist, hashtag blogger, hashtag influencer, hashtag depressed, hashtag mental health, hashtag victim, hashtag uh, ethnically ambiguous. Fucking social media is ruining us all. And it's fine. I'm, you know, still on it. You know, maybe that's why the sponsor of this show did admit that they are more addictive than heroin, but safer. <laughs> hey, what's up with people who follow and unfollow on Instagram, huh? How fucking tacky is that? I'm going to follow you. But then I'm going to unfollow you and then follow you again. So you notice me and then you look at my work and then you try to follow me so I can feel good about it. No. You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> You're an idiot, dude. Oh, my God. The idiocy of that action is fucking hilarious. For a person to be like, all right, he, I followed him. It's been a few days. He hasn't followed me back. And so I'm going to I'm gonna actually uh, unfollow and follow them again. Hopefully, you know, this time he follows me. Think about that. Out of all the fucking things that are being done in the world, you know, Elon Musk sending rockets out into space and a black hole swallowing a star a thousand times bigger than our star and like a baby being born and some doctor saving a life. Meanwhile, we're sitting in our house like, I hope he follows me. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? We make our lives so small sometimes that it's really unfair to ourselves because we could be doing better shit. But we're not because we're worried about like, oh, I hope she doesn't cheat on me. Oh, my God, I'm jealous that she has a classmate that is better looking than me. And now I'm going to be jealous and not think about anything else because, oh, my God, she's my world. Dude, expand your fucking world. You know what I mean? That's what we should be doing. We should expand our world. People who gossip about people, expand your fucking world. If you're worried about who thinks of what of you, expand your fucking world. That's what it is. It's just like we shrink our world into a very small bubble because it's manageable. We can control it. And then we forget that it's like a massive rock spinning in space and none of it is going to matter in like a fucking thousand years. Truly not going to matter in like a million years. But right, like when you die, none of it matters. Other than how you made people feel good feeling, nothing else matters. If somebody thinks you're a loser, who gives a shit? Do you think they're cool? Right? Why do you think they're cool? Is he going to follow me? Who gives a fuck? Go smell a fucking flower or something. <laughs> go pet a dog. Go help a lady cross the street. Go like, I don't know, leave a nice comment on someone's page instead of worrying about who's going to follow you. I don't know. <laughs> It's all, it's all relative. It is funny though, because everybody's a brand on social media now. A lot of people talk about wanting to be on the creative side of the world. Where at some point it was like actually being creative, but now it's all about attention. And 
And it's like wanting to be famous is fucking weird. I think. I don't know. You can have that desire to be famous. Good for you. (laughs) But really, it's just a celebrity is someone who the media makes money off of. That's it. And they they make money off of media. They just like both suck on each other like a bunch of mosquitoes. You have no privacy. You have no sense of self. Even the fucking free hotels or anything that you get is not really yours. It's because you carry an audience. You're just a walking advertising. All of it is just because of advertising. The whole reason TV and TV shows and everything exists or came to be was because of advertising. Even my content that I put on Instagram, right? It helps people sell advertising. When I put my work on Instagram, whatever time I take out of your day to engage with my work is time that you spend on the app. And that app, based on that time, makes its money because advertising, right? So indirectly, they own my work because of that. And indirectly and directly, they make money off of our content. And we don't make shit from it. We are contributing to a quote-unquote free app in exchange. They sell advertising. But who is producing the time or the excuse of people spending time on that, on that app to sell advertising? Us. But we don't get shit from it, right? But essentially, what makes the world go around is advertising. And that's the fucked up thing about Instagram. A few years ago, they came up with that whole policy that was like, hey, we own your work. And then people lost their shit. And then they revised the the wording to be like, oh, we don't own your work, but here's something complicated instead of it. And that's where it is now. Because Instagram back then didn't have advertising, but now they do. And how do they make it? How do they buy the time to sell that stuff? Our work. And by our, I mean people who are creating content. That's why I tell every photographer, like, dude, make a website, make a mailing list, like create your own platform because don't fucking rely on this thing. See Instagram and other social media accounts as like a a flow, like a river, a stream, and there's fish in it and you have a pool. You want to build a pool. So you build this little stream into your own pool. So once in a while, a couple of fish come in and you, you start growing that community and nurturing that fucking thing, you know? But it's way better than putting all your eggs in one basket and that basket being Instagram. If that shit fails one day, like a lot of people are not going to have anything. Kind of like Vine. People had millions of followers on Vine and just Wine on Vine and just like that it just went away. So build that stream, you know. That's what I say. <laughs> You know, go to the Super Bloom and take some pictures, man. <laughs> Get some likes on that shit. God, isn't that sad that everything becomes destroyed because of social media now? Even Super Blooms. We can't even enjoy flowers anymore. Even fucking poppies have gotten tacky. Even poppies have gotten tacky. There was actually an article a few days ago that I came across. And it was talking about how many things have been destroyed because of Instagram. And it was like that blue lagoon in Iceland, the poppy fields in America, and a couple other things I forgot, but it's real. Everyone's making content, man. Everyone. 
I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about being a person who creates content. Also, I know. I know. It's kind of like it's it's a shitty way to talk about creating art and saying like it's content. But the way it's consumed, how fast it's consumed, especially online, it's just content. You know. But there's so much noise. So much noise. And everything that's trendy is tacky. Everything. Like a few years ago, there were only a few photographers that were shooting models the way I was shooting it, which is, was like nude, lifestyle, lingerie, cool scenes, and whatever the fuck else. And there's so many now. Every fucking two minutes, there's a new model and a new photographer. And every photographer page who shoots that stuff looks like an agency page or it looks like one of those like um, inspo boards that like post photos of women. I started a, I think I talked about this in another recording that I started Sir Neve uh, as a separate account and I'm posting like archives on it. And it's, it's kind of hard to look at it for me because it just looks like a, like one of those accounts that posts girls, you know, like it doesn't even have to be my photography. It could just be like pictures of women <laughs> or an agency page, you know, it's just so boring, dude, but it gets likes, it gets engagement, it gets followers because dopamine, 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 we're all in the dopamine slinging business, man. That's crazy. It seems like all things going that direction even with like food experiences and just experiences in general and everything is just dopamine based i guess Uh, happy to be here (laughs) see that's why i'm calling it that because it's fucked up (laughs) but we're still here gotta make the best of it happy to be here so That's what's going on in life, man, I guess. That's the update. (laughs) Um, I have a very interesting shoot coming up this month. And I have to keep this person anonymous. But those are my favorite kinds of shoots. Because the anonymous people are the ones that are like top, top fucking people. As far as like how much money they have or recognition they have, but they want to be anonymous. And that's like, hell yeah, that's a fun challenge because we don't get to show it off like the way everyone does. And I like that so much more. So I'm doing a anonymous shoot on the 9th, I think. Yeah. in Los Feliz. And that should be really exciting. And we'll see if I have another recording before that or not. But for now, I guess this is what I had talking shit about rodeo drive and Instagram again. And, uh, You know, all of it. (laughs) I'm going to go make myself some pasta and see what's going on in my world. I will catch you soon. Bye-bye.